Hi, and welcome to the first podcast of the week. Um, you have heard me say in the past, I've got a few more things to do here at the radio station. Alex um, has more responsibilities at work as well, but but this has been a particularly nutty week. Um, I'm working on a big project here at the radio station, and then yesterday was at Putin Bay, which was, it was... It was not 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 terrible. I especially when I saw it this morning that the Luke Bryan day got canceled. I saw unprecedented damage in the story. I saw Floyd's video of it, and that certainly looked like it. They had a much worse time maybe last night and this morning, as it's Thursday afternoon now than I had yesterday. Did I have fun? No. I enjoyed my company with my coworkers and having Alex out there. Um, but the, the weather, as soon as we got on the air yesterday, it didn't start raining. It started pouring. I can't recall at least being outside in anything like that before where it goes to, um, zero to a waterfall like that. And not five minutes earlier than that, we're like, you know, this looks east of us. The, the green on the map is it's east of us. It looks like it's going to go around us. I get on the air. I do a quick thing. I say, I want to go on the air again. Um, I get a phone call from the studio. They, they say, where were you? And I, I picked up the phone with my right hand. And with the rest of my body, I was covering the laptop from getting rained on. Um, I, I didn't know what to do in, in that time. Wasn't a terrible day. Like I said, I had good company. It was pretty, it was tame around the island. Um, we were also there like the middle of the day before we went over to the venue. People were probably also uh, preparing for whatever weather might come. So it, it was fine. And, you know, the day, if we're doing win, win, lose, pass, fail, it was win, it was pass because um, I got home at 945. I, I was concerned. That, look, if I would have had to leave the dogs alone from, Bethany would have gone over again last night. Um, but if they had to sleep by themselves at night, they, they would have been fine. But I wanted to get home. I wanted to be in my, I would have had to sleep on somebody's floor. So um, here's how the the night wrapped up. Um, I didn't stay for, for, for the Pitbull show. I wanted to get home. Um, if I could have watched some of it, fine. Um, 7.40, I needed to be on stage to, to do something. And the the next two boats, next two Jet Expresses were um, 8 o'clock. And if we didn't make that one, 9.30. Um, I didn't have a time in mind where I wanted to be home. I just kind of left it all open. I didn't want to get home at two or anything like that or midnight, but it seemed like I could get out of there at like nine o'clock or so. And then I'm home by 11, whatever. So 740, um, got to go to the stage. Are we going to make it back to the jet express in time? So, uh, Alex and then Jerry, our boss, uh, and also the biggest pit bull fan alive, Johnny D. And I am not embellishing that biggest Pitbull fan alive. Every time on Q105 when he would play Fireball, he was living it up here in the studio. Um, we we worked some backstage passes, like, Johnny, this is now you. He came with me instead of someone else. I, I'm like, look, man, if you want to linger back here and try to fangirl with Pitbull, like, do your thing. I We gotta go. Um, so we did that. Did on stage thing, got out, got, got to the Jet Express. Um... Not many people on it. I don't know if there was 20 people on the thing. Nice, calm ride home. Dropped Alex off. It was a calm, fairly quick ride to and from Port Clinton. Um, shorter than I expected. Got home at 945. 
watched the, the first episode of Ahsoka. Very, very impressed. Very happy. Um, if you watched, there are a lot of um, original for original two trilogy shots in this. I appreciated it. Uh, went to sleep, was woken up by the house shaking. I don't know what time this was. Um, went back to sleep and the dogs aren't um, rattled by any of that. So we just kept on sleeping. But it was a wild, wild day of weather yesterday. Coming over on the boat, it was cold, cold and windy. Um, before this rain hit yesterday, it wasn't hot. It was cooler there than it was here yesterday. Uh, it poured for 30 minutes. It stopped and it it, it, it got, it lightened up. It, w- it was not pouring, but still raining. And then the wind picked up. Uh, that's why we were holding on to the tent. Thank God Alex was there with us yesterday because uh, Jerry and I would not have been hold- be able to hold the tent together. It would have just taken off like um, like a sail. But as the wind was getting stronger and stronger, what, 40 mile an hour gusts? It got cold. I'm going to guess it was a, like a summer wind chill. It might have been in the 60s. Um with the temperature and, and the wind howling so strongly yesterday. Um, and uh, my highlight, I did not know that there are like Disney World type prices at Putin Bay. That I was not expecting. Um, we went to Hooligans and I was looking around. I was like, I'll get a salad. No, I won't because it's like $26. I like corned beef. I'll do the Reuben. It wasn't as big as I would like for $19, but it was good. And they were really good fries. And Buffalo Trace for seven twenty-five. That could have been a lot worse, but yeah, the prices were more than I was anticipating. Uh, we're gonna get to Perrysburg here in a second. We don't talk as much um, minutia of Perrysburg politics and the way the city works um, as we do Toledo for a lot of obvious reasons. The most obvious, bigger place, more people, more things going on. Um, but I was—I've been hunting down a, someone to be on our community affairs show. I was—I was short for a couple of weeks, but I get it. Summertime, not as many things are going on. Um, I like Marie Dunn. She is the uh, PIO, Public Information Officer, for Perrysburg, and does fantastic Taco Tuesday reviews every week on her Facebook page. Marie Dunn, D-U-N-N. Apparently, I need to stop driving by Frontera outside of Lowe's on Airport and actually go in there. Thank you, Marie. But um, Perrysburg hired a new city administrator. And I always read about the, the one in Maumee. I don't know his name offhand, but I see his name there a lot. I'm like, this is a good time for me to ask a very simple, but I think fairly important question that other people have probably had. What does a city administrator do? Uh, we'll get to Joe Fawcett here in just a moment. Um, since there has been just this podcast for the week... I cannot strongly encourage you enough to go listen to the latest episode, 25, of our Ability Center podcast, 68 Words. Um, I have often had a lot of questions like, what's a city administrator when it comes to autism? And we have come a long, long, long way in a short period of time as we have with mental health. Um, You'll hear me in this podcast and, and my guest... Uh, Alexis Eggenberger from Avenues for Autism. We taught we hear the the autism spectrum, and I and I talked about like an, an endless array, an endless spectrum of of colors of what's represented by 
someone who was autistic or uh, autism. She used the word constellation. I'm like, that's it. Because there are endless stars in the sky, constellation stars. Yeah, it, it, it touches people in so many different ways. And, you know, we don't want to ask the questions that, that get us in trouble. And as long as we're asking from a, a place of authenticity and being genuine and not trying to pick on people and just be genuinely curious, you know, we'll get answers. And I asked a lot of those questions that, that I have had. Um, and I appreciate Alexis answering those. So after you listen to Joe here, the new city administrator from Perrysburg, go listen to 68 Words. Um, it is just about everywhere except, I think, Apple Podcasts. So please go check that out. And I thank you for being here. And I thank you for putting up with fewer episodes. Thanks for always listening. Let me thank you for taking some time. I'm sure uh, the the new job has you quite busy. Yeah, um, haven't start quite yet. I start on Monday, the 28th. Um, but closing out at the city of BG is um, taking a lot of time. But trying to get uh, uh, read in on some of the the issues in Perrysburg is is like doing double duty right now. But sure, it's all sure. good stuff. I want to ask you about some of those issues that might be on your radar. Sure. But first, the the one thing um, I wanted to just ask you, and I'm sure others have a question like this. We uh, we know mayors and maybe even like school superintendents. Mm-hmm. What the heck does a city administrator do, Joe? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, so our job as administrators and really within the administration is, if you think about the three b- branches of government. Um, It's the executive branch. So our jobs are to enforce the laws and regulations uh, enacted by the legislative branch. So as the administrator, it's my job to manage the day-to-day operations of the city, um, to take feedback and input from residents as well as the the elected officials, and then to really uh, implement um, a plan of action to execute the long-term, short-term strategic goals for the mayor and city council, as well as um, address community issues that may may arise. It sounds like being mayor, but not necessarily all the all the public-facing stuff that comes with that. That sounds like a heavy lift. It's yeah, it. I think it is, and I'll soon find out. Right. Um, so I've had the luxury of kind of learning from a second seat down in BG, as well as Wood County. Um, but I'm very excited. Um, I'm happy to be the guy behind the green curtain as opposed to in front of it. Sure. Um, as much as I possibly can. Um, but, you know, this is, it's a fantastic opportunity. Perrysburg's a wonderful community. And, um, you know, I, I'm kind of fortunate to have two hometowns growing up. I would spend half the week in Perrysburg and half the week in BG. Uh, so, uh, serving your 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 hometown community in this particular manner, if you're in public services, is, is you know, you know, I think it, it's I, I feel lucky to be able to do that. So I saw, I read that about you that you you split the week. Uh, you're 99 graduate yep. of uh, of BG High School. Right. Can you explain that was that was that like a, a mom dad situation? Yeah. yeah. So parents got divorced. One moved to Perrysburg. One stayed in BG. Um, so uh, for the better part of man a decade. I would I would do that twice a week here and twice a week there and then every other weekend. Um, you are coming from the position of I think I have it's a mouthful director of public services and assistant city administrator of Bowling Green. Did right. I get all that? You got it. Must yep. be the biggest business card to hand out. Yeah, luckily they they just tied one uh, title to it, so I don't have to say all of it. But um, so when I. When I left Wood County as the assistant county administrator, I went to the city of Bowling Green as the assistant municipal administrator. Um, 
shortly into Mayor Osbacher's term, um, he and Lori Treader, the municipal administrator in BG, wanted to do a couple of different things with the organization there. Um, and one of which was to um, push down some of the decision making to, um, they call them bureaus, uh, but to help Lori manage the day to day operations of the city with contracting authority and a little higher level oversight than a department head. Um, so they asked me if I would be willing to A, participate in that uh, strategic, strategic planning with them, as well as assume a much larger role in the organization. And you know, that was an easy, easy answer for me. Um, it's a promotion and it's a great way to learn at a much higher level, um, you know, municipal government. And I think uh, in large part uh, to them and, and the opportunity they gave me, it prepared me for this position within Perrysburg. So. I know uh, in reading up on you a little bit, you did not want to take credit for some of the accomplishments in BG. Uh, so throw credit uh, other other places for some of the accomplishments in BG. The one thing that jumps to, to my head and uh, my, my head thinks more of like lifestyle type mm-hmm. things. Um, but please add to that. But the Parklet program yep. a couple of summers ago, I know there's a couple of roundabouts. What are mm-hmm. some of the accomplishments uh, the team yeah. that you worked with uh, brought to BG? Yeah, I'm, I'm very much a team guy, and I don't believe that um, within local government, most especially, that accomplishments can be tied to any one person. Um, it takes a community, and it takes the organization to to really achieve some of those those larger community objectives. Um, you know, since my time at BG, we've put in uh, three roundabouts. Now um, we've paved miles and miles of roads. Uh, we are starting to plan for some shared use paths or multi-use paths uh, to improve connectivity and kind of that con- uh, complete streets concept. Um, you mentioned some of the, the amenities. You know, council was very big on opening up some of those uh, when it comes to the parklet project. Um, you know, I, my part of that, frankly, was very small and it was the operational aspect. Uh, Jeff Dennis and Rachel Phipps on council, as well as their downtown partners, they deserve all of the credit for that. Um, you know, some of the economic development projects in BG, um, that, that goes to Katie Thompson, the uh, economic development director, as well as kind of the, the city team led by the mayor and Lori, uh, but most especially uh, Brian O'Connell, our utilities director and my partner, um, and crime, uh, he's the director of public infrastructure, so we work in tandem together quite often. But um, you know, you, you name it. Um, I, I, I think somebody who is quick to take credit for things, it, they're probably setting themselves up for pain in the future. Um, you know, my background before coming into local government was in the army. Um, I entered uh, actually as a junior in high school. Um, went to basic training between my junior year and senior year of high school and then served um, uh, you know, into 2009 on active duty and then back into the National Guard here locally. But you know, it's, it's impressed upon us in the Army and in the service that you know, a, a good leader is one thing, but um, a true testament of who that leader is is the team behind them and around them. So um, you know, we, if, if a leader was taking credit for something, they were doing it to service to the people that, that helped them get there as well as you know, probably carried a light and share of the weight. So um, BG has a lot of good things going. Uh, the Abbott project is obviously huge. That's you know the largest economic development um, project. What is that? So Abbott is a Fortune 500 company. 
and they are best known for making baby formula. Um, but they, they're also, uh, you'll see with some of the COVID stuff on, uh, you know, on uh, uh, you know, commercials and stuff like that. So they are bringing a major manufacturing facility to BG just north of town. It's now in town um, off of 25 uh, um, at Bishop Road. Um, but that was, if I could sum up um, the team-oriented approach in one example, that would be it. Um, you know, Katie worked her butt off to, to, to get on uh, Abbott's radar. And then from there, it was, you know, everybody's all in from the city, from the mayor down. So, uh, Is that the facility where uh, the, the, the bike place was going to go into? Or am I thinking of another place? I think you might be making okay. of another place. It's So it's on 25 north of uh, the Woodland Mall. Um, there's a church there that's just to the south of where Abbott will be located. Um, so... We uh we we often focus on Toledo is the big city and, and we're all oh, yeah. we're all in that sat we're all in that orbit, um Perrysburg, Sylvania, Maumee, right outside of that. But um for all the things you just illustrated, um there are not if people can catalog through their brain right now there are no bad stories that come out of BG. I mean it's tough to run a city, yeah. but there's nothing but seemingly good things and growth happening um, right under our nose to point yeah. out whenever somebody might hear this. I know this weekend is the the third um, rally rally on Maine, which yep. is big deal yep. as well yep. so there's a lot of really good things happening right down 75 from toledo oh yeah it's yeah bowling green is you know they've got a lot of good things coming towards them and that's because in my opinion they have a very good attitude um they have a community oriented approach um the mayor Lori and council are very big on um we're all in this together so to speak um our our job at as a city government is to help the people and help the community be as best as it can be. And I, I think Perrysburg is um, in the same boat. Um, you know, Perrysburg has boomed population-wise over yeah. the last decade. Um, you know, they have a lot of things going on, and I am you know, extremely excited to be joining the community. We just uh, signed a purchase agreement for a house. The kids have started school up there, so... Uh, we, you know, we are all in and, you know, we are very much looking forward to being integrated into the community. The one challenge that jumps to, to my mind is the growth of Perrysburg, mm-hmm. because I believe there's some levies coming up on this year's ballot. You are uh, jumping at, uh, from a place where pretty quali- quiet, I guess, politically yeah. into some some tense areas. Yeah. I know there was another meeting within the last 10 days or so. You put the three roundabouts together. Yep. Hopefully you're a roundabout expert because that yeah. that's a little tense. What what do you look at? Um, how can Perrysburg, how can the school system take on all these more students, especially if the levy becomes such a challenge? Well, um, first thing, you know, I don't believe there's an expert in all areas of municipal or local government. Um, again, that's where and why the team approach is so important. Uh, because we all bring our strengths and our weaknesses, frankly, to the team, and we have to push the sled in the collective manner in the same direction, so to speak. Um, so I am not an expert in roundabouts, um, but I do think uh, in the right uh, location, they are fantastic treatment. I think they're very good for efficiently moving traffic. Um, I think it is good for the environment. It uh, lowers CO2 em- emissions by people getting through traffic lights as opposed to sitting in them. Yeah. Um, but uh, you're right. Uh, growth is a, is a double-edged sword. It's good, but it's also bad. It comes with some baggage. 
you know, from the city's point of view, we have got to do what we can to ensure that we are planning and executing in a smart manner. We have to ensure that the uh, excellent uh, services that we provide maintain and continue into the future. Um, so we need to look through police protection, fire protection, refuse recycling collection, and those types of things. So we have we have our hands full with that, and the schools likewise do too. Um, you know, Perrysburg schools are phenomenal. Yeah, uh, they are consistently rated in the top of the county, um, and for good reason. They've worked very hard in that, and the community has invested heavily into the schools. Um, but they too are feeling the pain. They're feeling the pinch of. How do they continue to maintain that excellent service for the students and the parents and the community with the dollars that they have and the, the facilities they have? So, you know, they have some very big decisions that they have to make as well. Um, but, um, you know, I, I went to the last week's city council meeting um, and it was um, contentious at times, uh, given sure. the roundabout conversations. Is there anything market. like that in the BG council meetings? Oh, yeah. It's, okay. It's, a, it's the same stuff, maybe a little bit different flavor, different personalities. Sure. But, you know, what I take from both examples or, um, you know, experiences personally is that it is good to see the emotion within the not only the public, but also the elected officials, because they're invested, they care deeply about the community, and that's a good thing. Mm -hmm. um, so I think our challenge and our opportunity all in one is to leverage that passion um, and to work in a collective manner. Um, and that's where you know my job, as I see it as the administrator is, you know, the biggest part of it is relationship building, is getting sure. to know people, getting integrated with them, letting them know that they can trust me, that I'm going to work on their behalf in a very straightforward, honest, transparent way in an ethical manner. Um, and that if they have questions, I am there to answer them. Um, I may not be able to answer all of their questions all of the time immediately, but I will do my best to answer it in a very timely manner. Um, you know, it's same in, in BG, um, goes true in Perrysburg, and that's, you know, I welcome people to call me. I welcome people to come in um, and ask to have a conversation with me. I would much rather talk with somebody one-on-one -on -one than uh, get into a contentious debate during a public meeting. Um, I think, you know, the one-on-one the -on -one conversations off to the side are largely more productive. Um, far less emotional. Far less emotional, you're right. And... Um, you know, that's my promise to the to the community is, you know, I'm there, I will listen to them, and I will be there to answer their questions, and um, I will do so in a very transparent manner. Is, uh, have you planned any of that out in any kind of loose ways, like shaking hands, buying beers, kissing babies at Inside the Five, or anything like that? Yeah, that's a good place, by the way. <laughs> uh, the Smash Burger with uh, the Hazy IPA is amazing. Good stuff. Um, yeah, will, will you be out at all, or will it just be kind of like an open-door format that you'll run? No, well, I, so I've set up meetings with uh, the staff uh, uh, to get um, on board from an organization standpoint. And then my plan is to begin meeting with uh, members of council, um, as well as obviously the first meeting I have is with the mayor, since he's my boss. Um, but, um, you know, in quick short order after that is going around talking with the chamber, the CVB, meeting with uh, community members. Um, and trying to be, uh, trying to, to get integrated and to really meet people and connect for them a face with a name and to let them know that 
um, again, not to sound like a broken record, but that, that I'm there. No, by all means, by all means. Sometimes, as we're talking about the, the relationship aspect of things and city council meeting, meetings versus one-on-one, sometimes as a married guy, as a father, I am neither, but I know sometimes people just want to be heard. Oh, yeah. They absolutely. just want to be listened to and yeah. they spill their guts, they get it out, and then they, they right. move on and they see why the roundabout isn't so bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, roundabouts, you know, they're, they're an interesting topic. My experience in Bowling Green is uh, before the roundabout goes in, you know, they're 80 percent, 40 percent of the people are against the roundabout, you know, uh, you know, for and against. Um, so largely people you, you hear the um, the concerns that they have with them going in. And it seems like a large portion of the population. And maybe it is after the roundabouts go in, that ratio flips. Yeah. And people see the benefits of it and they see how efficient it is and how convenient it is to get through where they want to go. Um, but, you know, as a, a former, you know, intel guy from the Army, I, I listen to those comments and those are called indicators. And we need to listen to those indicators and we need to take something from that. And if that's educating the public to help alleviate their concerns, if it's to take a step back and reevaluate the situation, we need to do that. Um, so, you know, I, I, I've heard their comments, um, and I would say that, you know, their concerns, I get it. I understand it. And it's our job to, to flesh out some of the details and try to connect the why with the decision. So... If it's worth anything, um, Lewis County Engineers, the building, I think, uh, off of McCord, right down the street from Springfield, sometime in the spring held what I would call a roundabout school, yeah. probably a little bit too late as we, we build these in the area. And I think uh, low double digit people showed up like 16, 17, 18. And we both know that way more people than that could right. use some education with that. Maybe that's something that you wind up doing. And, and like we just showed kids back to school first day orientation, walk them up and they see it's not that bad. Same thing with anything that's going to be new under your uh, under your administration. Yeah, no, you're totally on point there. Um, one of the things that I take from BG is um, a front end heavy, heavy emphasis on public education and outreach. We have got to do our job to inform them of what's going on, why it's going on, what are the benefits of it, and to hear their concerns. Um, you know, Brian Thomas, the Perrysburg City Engineer, I applaud him and, and Mayor Mackin. They have set up a community forum on Monday the 28th at 5.30 p.m., I believe, at Way Public Library um, to hear people's concerns and to answer questions that they may have. So that has begun, um, not anything that I've done, but, uh, because of who they are. Um, but you are completely right. Um, I think, uh, Marie, the, the PIO is going to have, have her, her hands full trying to push out information and, and to help, uh, educate people. Uh, you talked about finding a house. I think it's quite relatable. Um, I, I don't know what you made in BG, but your salary is publicly posted oh, here. Yeah. doesn't matter how much you make, how much of a raise you got. It's been a heck of a time to find a house. Was that a challenge for you and your family? Yeah, it wasn't super easy. Uh, seeing the, the, the interest rates where they are, it's a little bit of an eye-opening experience. Um, but, you know, we found a house, thankfully, in a wonderful neighborhood. Good. Um, so, you know, we are very excited. Um, 
you know, the way that I phrase it with this job is I, I kind of think of uh, that guy from Jeopardy. Uh, uh, I think it's Holtzberg or whatever. James Holtzberg. Oh. When you, when you do is all in. He statistically broke Jeopardy. Yes. With all of his analytical decisions. I loved it. Right. But I, I think of that, of the visual of him kind of saying all in. Yeah. And, you know, that's, you know, Jane and I are all in on Perrysburg and um, we are going to be an invested member of the, the community. And, um, you know, our our son is playing on the Perrysburg Junior High football team. So we'll good. be watching them on Wednesday nights. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's good. The the housing market was, isn't super awesome right now no. for buyers. Uh, but, um it is what it is. So, uh, a couple of final questions to go back to back down seventy five to BG or down twenty five for a moment. What, what's something overlooked in BG that you have come to love over the years that um, maybe off the beaten path you wish more people knew about or would enjoy? Uh, that's a great question. Um, so, BG is kind of the quintessential small town um, in Midwest Ohio. Um, it's very similar to Perrysburg in that respect, too. Uh, but BG is definitely smaller than Perrysburg. Uh, maybe not statistically, population-wise, but it, it's definitely smaller. Um, the, the park system within BG are, are you know, they're amazing. Uh, Simpson Garden Park is, is really great. Carter Park is, is great. Um, you know, that was one of those really cool experiences that I've had is partnering with Ryan Weekman and Weekly yeah. Plays to put in the inclusive playground there at Carter Park. Um, City Park is amazing, um, but um, you know BG's is just a good place to explore. And I think um, I think you know there are some some great things on the horizon. So you are brought up inside the five. Anything else, uh, socially, lifestyle speaking, you your family are looking forward to living in Perrysburg. Well, I can tell you, being closer to all the amenities uh, is definitely going to be easier. Uh, you have to stop your wife from making coals and target trips. I was trips. just going to say, I, <laughs> I, I think you know I'm not going to stop her from making those trips, but if she has to make a return, it'll be a lot easier now. Um, but you know. When I start thinking through Perrysburg, um, you know that's where we had our first date at Casa Baron. Uh, that's frankly Casa Baron's where I had my first job. So um, it's going to be really cool to get back into the community, and um, I'm looking forward to reconnecting with some of the people that I may have less, lost touch with over the years. Um, there's uh, one in particular that I'm very much looking forward to. His name's J.D. Justice. He's a retired police officer with Perrysburg. Um, he and my parents are very close when I was growing up. So. Uh, I plan to get coffee with him uh, here, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. And um, but yeah, yeah, the amenities are amazing. Uh, looking forward to to getting back into it. Um, you know, Jane's uh, uh, sister and brother-in-law live in Perrysburg. Her dad is probably moving there, so it's going to be great to to get. Uh, a little bit closer to them. My mom sure. was in Perrysburg. So, last couple of questions. Um, you brought up your uh, your background in the army, uh, intel, mm -hmm. still in the National Guard. Yep. Uh, you are in public service now. Where did this um, this part of you to serve and sacrifice? When did you first notice that in yourself? Well, I my dad um, was in the Army Reserve um, really from the time I was born. So. He retired from the Army in 95. I grew up watching him go to reserve duty. And then uh, he is the retired municipal administrator for the city of Bowling Green. So um, I probably get it from him uh, by watching him and uh, you know seeing the enjoyment that he got from serving not only our country, but our community. Um, so yeah, this is something at I knew all along uh, that I wanted to go into the Army. I knew I wanted to experience some of those uh, those things. 
Um, and then, you know, I met my wife when we were in D.C. And lo and behold, she was from North Baltimore. So it was kind of like... God like up in Michigan? North Baltimore, Ohio. Okay. Just south okay. of G. So, okay. Um, uh, yeah, it's a long story, but it's very weird that we kind of connected in D.C. on my last my last job on active duty um, and decided to, to move back to the Northwest Ohio area. So, um, yeah. Good to have you here. I'm looking forward to uh, what you do uh, in Perrysburg. Uh, you, I saw that uh, Nacken had some some high praise for you. Outgoing, conscientious, mission driven. Yeah. So it's all on you. And yeah. He'll take some of the arrows and some of the uh, some of the praise. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I do have um, you know a, a heavy lift here. Um, it is a very very big job, um, but. The good thing is, uh, Mayor Mackin is extremely supportive. City Council has been extremely supportive. The staff is is phenomenal. Uh, so, again, going back to the team, um, you know, I'm just one part of the team. Um, so I have a a very talented group working with me and behind me and on on my behalf and on behalf of Mayor Mackin and Council. So. Uh, I'm very excited. I cannot wait to get on board um, and really to get to get moving on this. Awesome. Uh, we're all done. Thank you so much. Thank you.